You do not need to know English to be successful. You do not need to know English to make a lot of money. I'm tired of people who look down on certain segments of the from community who do not have a good command of the English language because you can be extremely successful without being proficient in English. It's not an anomaly, by the way. It happens all the time. And frankly, I feel it's condescending and it's offensive to look down on somebody who does not have a strong command of the English language. It has no bearing on his intellect. It has no bearing on virtually any aspect of your lives. I don't like those people who insult the yeshivas that do a phenomenal job of being mechanathir talmidim, but happen to not focus on the English language. Welcome to the VIN podcast. My name is Yaakov M. Send me an email, josh at vinnews.com, josh at vinnews.com. We can be heard on VIN News, Nucky Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Yeshiva International, and many other platforms. So this issue came up recently because, of course, the New York Times has been slamming yeshivas ad nauseum, and now there's a new company which was started by Hasidim, which teaches English to Hasidim. And this actually appears to be a very legit company. They put out this hilarious ad. Here, let's listen. This is pretty funny ad. It's better on video, but I think it'll work on audio. Listen to this ad, this clip. Hello, sir. This is Jim calling. English. English. It's a very impressive resume. So how's your English? English. English. A few months later... Well, yes, I'd like to make an appointment for next week. Hey, good to see you back. And it's nice to be back. I'm very excited about this opportunity. I know, it's crazy. I mean, it's really funny, and I have no problem with the company uh, advertising this and serving this need. There's a large need. They can fill it, make some money in the process. But there was like this whole debate on social media in response to this commercial, and some people decided to criticize the yeshiva system. And that criticism is totally unwarranted. You know, here, one commenter wrote the following. How could anyone have a great resume if they don't know English? Because in that ad, the person says, I have a great resume, and he can barely speak a word of English, which is obviously a little bit satirical. So the commenter writes, how can anyone have a great resume if they do not know English? That is an extremely ignorant comment. You could be extremely successful without knowing English. You could have a sparkling resume. And you'll tell me, well, the commenter meant, yeah, I know they can have a good resume, a good track record. They could be successful. But how do they write up the resume if they don't know English? Well, that's very silly because anybody who's resourceful knows that you can hire somebody to polish up your resume or to even write your resume from scratch. That kind of thing happens all the time. I could show you college graduates, okay, with a 4.0 in English who actually get somebody to help polish up their resume. So if you're savvy, if you're resourceful, you can overcome a lot of shortcomings and a lot of challenges, and you can supplement your weaknesses. So it's very condescending to say, how can somebody without English skills possibly have a great resume? Now, you're going to say to me, well, how is this different from the Spanish-speaking community? Because in the past, I have ranted against certain government agencies who you call them up and it says, press one for English, press two for Spanish. I shouldn't have to press one for English. I'm in the United States of America, and you're telling me press one for English. I understand you want to give people alternate options for languages that they're most comfortable with for their native languages, but don't tell me press one for English. It should automatically be English and then offer people to press two. Some of them do. I get it. But my issue is not about the phone line. My issue is this attitude of English, Spanish, whatever language you speak, we're going to accommodate. No, 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 no. We're the United States of America. Well, how is that different from the from community, or at least those segments of the from community, and it's very simple. Because Hasidim, for example, they have private schools, they have private yeshivas, they run private businesses, okay? You don't go to the DMV 
and or call the DMV and you hear, well, press two for Yiddish. Okay, nobody's offering you a separate option for Yiddish. So it's not as though it's government agencies. It's not as though it's public schools that are offering Yiddish or that are accommodating. Okay, the issue is with with with, with the Hispanics and Spanish language. And I have no problem with Hispanics. They want to know their own language. But the point is, the government doesn't have to accommodate you. You've got to figure out a way to acclimate and to adapt to our society, the official language of the United States is English. Okay, it's not Mexican. So that's the crucial difference. Public schools, government agencies, they do contortions to accommodate Spanish speakers. Sometimes in New York City, you literally feel like there's something wrong with you if you don't know Spanish. So that's my issue. It's about the government. The government should not enable people to not learn English. But if you're talking about a private Yiddish-speaking community, create their own schools, create their own businesses, and they can manage and do just fine, be successful, be productive without learning English, well, then call a kavite. I mean, literally, remember, right? That's Klal Yisrael and Mitzrayim. Now, I have seen many from Yidin who do not, who do not have good command of the English language. And to me, it's virtually irrelevant to their success. I mean, look, I'm somebody who I do, Baruch Hashem, have a decent command, a solid command of the English language. You know, I can use words like ancillary and indefatigable and bucolic and succinct in a sentence, okay? I did my SAT words, and I actually did quite well. I'm not trying to, like, brag or anything here, but I did quite quite well on my verbal section of my SATs years ago. So that's all I'm trying to do is demonstrate that I have a pretty good vocabulary. My grammar is pretty impeccable, and it's just something I kind of have a natural skill for, And I'm telling you that knowing English and having a good command and grammar and spelling and vocabulary, it's highly overrated. It is highly overrated. So I understand the value of the English language. It's not like I'm speaking broken English and I'm telling you this, okay? Knowing English to me, it's like having a college degree. It's like knowing how to be a good programmer. It's like having an MBA. It's a tool. It's a resource. Knowing English is not different. You can be very successful in business or in other industries without having a college degree. So it's not as though if you don't have a college degree, you're at a massive disadvantage. Obviously, it depends. Every industry is different. Every company is different. Nowadays, people are getting hired for very high-paying jobs, especially in the firm community, without having any sort of college degrees because companies recognize that's not as important as so many other skills, so many other talents, as you know, somebody who has real intellect, somebody who's a go-getter and highly motivated. So that, to me, it's just a resource, having, uh, a knowledge, having knowledge and proficiency in the English language similar to having a college degree. You could literally be the best English speaker on the planet, and yet you could be an abysmal failure in the, in the business world. Okay, you know how many English professors or how many college professors could not manage to hold down a normal job for even a week or two? You, you, of course, they're academics, so they have a, a whole different type of culture there. But these are just tools to success. I can show you dozens of millionaires who never went to college. I know people in the business world who are excellent with spreadsheets. They do not have a degree. They could barely write a proper English sentence, and they don't know how to spell anything, and yet they're extremely savvy and extremely successful. I know people who are brilliant with IT, with coding, software, bookkeeping, cell phone companies, real estate development. I mean, you name it. There are so many industries in the healthcare industry. There are many job opportunities where you don't need to have a degree and you do need not to, you do not need to know English well. Nursing homes, tech companies. So there are a lot of industries out there you can get involved in without having knowledge of the English language. Does it help? Of course it helps. Is it a good strength? Is it a good tool? Resource? Absolutely. But the notion that it's somehow a prerequisite or that somehow not knowing English it puts you at a big disadvantage, that is flat out nonsense. And I don't see too many from people who are not taught English well who say, 
You know, I regret it. I wish my parents had sent me to a different school, regret their chinuch, regret their education. Uh, they are sending their children to the same yeshivas that they attended. They are proud of their chinuch. They are proud of their Yiddishkeit. There's a tiny, tiny, tiny sliver of the from population that is infinitesimal who are bitter and resentful about their chinuch and wish they had been given proper English skills and proper secular studies education. But it's such a small sliver, and I'd have to bet that a lot of those people, they are traumatized, they have some sort of disorder or maybe some sort of personal trauma that they experience, and I don't want to diminish or make light of that because that is an issue. But I think generally that's probably the case. The bottom line is you do not need English to be successful. You need to be talented. You need to be resourceful, savvy, motivated. Probably you need to have a little luck. There are many ways to gauge success. That's another thing because not everybody's looking to get rich. So not not necessarily is somebody's income level going to tell you whether they're a success or not. If you want to learn English, call a kavod. But I've got to say it is overrated. That'll do it for today. We will see you next time.